0: Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 117, One Powerful Way to Determine Your Thing. We all wanna do what we're good at, what makes us happy, we want to be successful with what we're doing, but how can you really determine your thing? It's not always easy, but there is one powerful way to help you find out. Are you ready for it? Drum roll, please. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as, um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but here you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina DeBerry Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina DeBerry. Hey, so we are talking about how to determine your thing. Let me first tell you that this episode is being brought to you in support by Amy Porterfield's new guide to determining your thing. It's like a guide that helps you determine your superpowers, the thing you want to be known for, and the guide is free. You can grab it at com forward slash your thing. One word, you're just gonna put them together, your thing. So before you hop on over to grab Amy's guide, allow me to give you a sneak peek into one powerful way to determine your thing. Don't worry, Amy shares three ways, I'm just gonna share one. Last week on the episode, on episode 116, we talked about how to define your definition of success. We talked about really getting clear on what you want and how you want to get there. We talked about visualizing your new reality, Did you get a chance to do that? If you didn't, then go listen to episode 116 and really give this a try. I also talked about this at the conference in my session on managing money mindset. We have to see it before it comes. In the work I've done, and the books I've read, I've learned that we have to do the work around our mindset before the money comes in. I know I feel like I've been saying this over and over again, but it's so, so true. And I think it's true for our thing as well. As teacherpreneurs, success is something that we all strive for. As much as we say we want to be successful in our business and our life overall, If you don't take the time to truly envision what it looks like and it feels like, and most importantly, take action, then success will be that much more difficult to achieve. I know many of us are still working on feeling worthy of success or or really setting aside the shame and the guilt of wanting to be successful or even wealthy. Allowing yourself to imagine your life as you want it to be is a huge help in making that life a reality. So the first step in creating a successful business is understanding what that business is all about. Today I'm going to share one powerful exercise to help you define your thing, AKA that special way in which you bring ideas to life based on your beliefs, your knowledge, your experiences, and your expertise. The exciting part of this is that you get to decide. You can decide what you stand for, what you believe, and how your experience and expertise can be used to impact the world of education. This means that if you don't believe in something, you don't have to do it. I'm going to take a strong stance here. Thanks to Tanya. I love Tanya from The Butterfly Teacher. Her keynote was so motivational and so inspiring. And then I also loved her session, her TPT session. So if you didn't get a chance to see that or hear that, then you're going to definitely want to check that out because it was really good. So, okay, so (laughs) I don't love, and I'm gonna say it, everybody hold on to your hats. I don't love The Science of Reading. I know, you're in shock, right? It feels like manipulation to me. And they take things out of context. And I'm gonna say that I believe in helping kids fall in love with reading. And I don't feel like decodable books and sight word practice and phonics all the time, it doesn't feel like it's going to help instill that love of reading. Now, I can say this because I have over 20 years of experience inside of a first and second grade classroom, and I have successfully helped hundreds of children learn to read, including my own. So whether you agree with me or not, the good news for me is that it doesn't matter. I get to stand behind what I believe and what I know works in the area I choose. And so do you. So if I've lost you because you are enraged that I would take such a stand against the science of reading, then come back to me. Because the point is, you get to do your magical thing and I get to do mine. So when you have clarity around how you give value to your teachers, you will experience clarity around the kind of content you wanna create, how you design your messaging, what you wanna communicate, and ultimately who you are offering that value to. I love that idea. We get to attract our people. Yes, we might repel those that don't believe the same things that we do, but that's okay. Our goal is to attract our ideal community. Each piece of content we put out, each word we utter online, every social media post, each comment in a community or copy in a paid ad, intentionally or unintentionally, tells our community who we are and what we're all about. This is where you get to shine through. This is where you matter, my friend. So let's go ahead and uncover your thing and define exactly how you make an impact and generate revenue. Before I share one way to determine your thing, I wanna encourage you to check out Amy's audio training on finding your better. It is so good. You can find that at TrinaDeveryTeachingAndLearning.com forward slash better. Here's the exercise. I want you to think of five people who know you really well as a person and as a teacher. I want you to text each person and ask them to respond to the following questions. Number one, what do you think I know the most about? Number two, where do you think my strengths lie? Number three. What do you think I'm an expert at? Then wait for it to come back to you. Record each person's answer, and then analyze the responses. Are there any common themes? Are there any things that jump out at you? This is a really powerful way to determine your thing. Now, let me tell you (laughs) what my thing is. So when I was recording, or as I was recording this, or getting prepared to record this episode, I was thinking, okay, I think this is a great strategy. I think this is a great strategy to really hone in on the thing that each of us do really well. But I've never done this. So I need to actually open up my text and ask these questions. And I need to find out what people say are things about me. And I decided to do like a variety. Like I wanted to do my... I had a principal for 20 years. I wanted to do I wanted to know what he thought because he had worked with me the longest. I also asked people that I had taught with people that came into my life later. I also asked some teacherpreneur friends because I, they've seen me present at conferences and they, we've had numerous conversations about teaching and you know philosophy and all that stuff and pedagogy. And so I'm like, what would they say? I tried to have a range of people because I was trying to look for common threads. It was pretty crazy. And one of the top things that people said was that I cared about how kids felt about themselves and how they felt about themselves as learners. And I was like, whoa, everyone said that. Everyone said, my principal said he will never forget that every year I used to say that my kids were going to make it, that they were gonna succeed, they were gonna be promoted. And that that was my goal every single year, no matter what the data said at the beginning of the year. And I was like, I can't believe you remember that. And so it was just, I mean, I haven't worked for him in so long. So it was so crazy. And then people that, you know, that know me even more recently were saying the same thing. And they're like, I don't know you. I didn't, you know, I didn't teach with you. But, you know, they said that things that come to mind is that I care, that I had deep caring and empathy and that I cared about creativity and my desire to make learning joyful and meaningful and seeing students' strengths and humanity. And I was like, oh man, that's the thing that I care about. That's what I have to work on. That's my thing. And so sometimes that looks like makerspace, and sometimes that looks like podcasting in the classroom. (laughs) Sometimes it means these different approaches to to learning and teaching because I want kids to feel good about themselves. So I know that's the thing I have to talk about. And then I have to figure out who am I speaking to? So it really helps you narrow down some things. You're gonna be surprised. you're, You're gonna see some trends and then you're gonna see, and then you're gonna see other things that you're like, huh. And I didn't actually really feel like that. I didn't have really any, huh moments, I was like, okay, I'm really glad they I feel like they saw me, but it also made me like feel good about myself, because the way they said it, made it seem like it was actually a superpower. It was really exciting. So I think you need to give it a shot. I think you need to give it a try and see what comes up because it will give you information about yourself that maybe you know, but maybe you need to really hear in that concrete way. And don't be surprised if you're of my generation, (laughs) if some of your friends or colleagues or, you know, family wants to tell it to you over the phone instead of texting you back because some people are like, I can't text that back. I just need to tell you. And you really want it in writing. It's easier to look at it in writing or if somebody does tell it to you, then type it up and like write it down so you can so you can analyze it. It made it easier for me to analyze when I had everybody's written down. And I did have a few people that wanted to just tell me. So, beware of that. All right. Do you need more ways to help you find your thing? Because Amy has two more powerful strategies that will help you determine your thing, and you can grab it at TrinaDebreeTeachingAndLearning dot com forward slash your thing. That's what you're looking for, your thing. I think I shared um, from her uh, from her last from the episode last week. I shared about her, you know, mindset training on doing being better. So I have now shared two links, but I really want you to focus on. Your thing, because I think that has so much potential, and I also think sometimes we need to hear these things about ourselves. It was a very fulfilling exercise, and I'm so glad that I did it. I hope that you will try to. All right. Next week I have some guests coming. I have 3 episodes in a row with some guests. I'm so excited. I'm having Lor- Lauren Fulton from Rebranded Teacher coming on next week and then we have Farah Henley sharing us sharing with us some an unbelievable story about a course launch nightmare that turned into a six-figure launch insane. And then we have the one and only Amy Porterfield back talking about mistakes that we can make in creating a course and how to avoid them. I'm excited. The next three weeks are going to be action packed. I hope you'll join me for all of it. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, or on my website, Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.